minds. And here is your host, Gary Cachulio. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cacciolillo. And before we get started, I want to thank everybody for listening and also thank the contributors to my show, who are executive producers Candace Sanderson, author of The Reluctant Messenger, and Ms. Aida, psychic and author of Who Do Justice Magic, binaural production engineer Damian Keller, author of Sounds Good, Sounds Great, Monthly co-host Jared Murphy, author of It's Not Aliens, It's Worse, It's Us. And monthly co-host Kat Baldwin, author of The Forgiveness Workshop. If you are interested in contributing to the show, go to my website, everythingimaginable2020.com, and you'll find everything you need there. And now, without further ado, our guest for today is Sunbo True Brother, the author the author of Sasquatch's Message to Humanity Trilogy. Thanks for coming on today. Hi, Larry. Thanks for inviting me again. Always. You are always welcome here, man. I am a huge, huge fan of your work and your message to help heal this earth and restore it back to some semblance of sanity. I really appreciate what you do, man. Oh, thank you. It's good to hear. It's not everybody who likes it, <laughs> you imagine. But uh, yeah, there's a growing number of uh, uh, good uh, feedback, uh, good, um, I would say, consciousness uh, opening. Yeah. Uh, especially in uh, certain circles where, you know, the consciousness is a matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and I, and I think like, like that is one of the things that I love about your work is that there's a lot of books out there on Sasquatch, but not a lot of them that are focusing on the consciousness and the connection to the Galactic Federation and the movement of humanity and how Sasquatch is really our star brother. And that's really what you talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I learned from them uh, directly after uh, over 40 years of encounters now. And, uh, and uh, it's uh, definitely not mainstream, even among the Bigfoot circles or uh, researchers. There are still um, a lot of... Uh, you know, ridicule, uh, refusal, denial of uh, anything that could be paranormal or related to consciousness, for instance. Right. However, there is a fast-growing awakening, and I've been uh, noticing increasingly uh, in the last just few months this winter, as I I keep uh, widening my networks and more and more social platforms and uh, widening the audience. And, and of course, um, the more you reach out, the more you, you get feedback and reactions. And they're not all so positive. But I realize that I see on the most unlikely places now, uh, more and more people realize what we could call uh, multiverse or the uh, 
interdimensionality of existence, the different mm -hmm. planes and dimensions, and what on the quantum level would be called consciousness, or we co-create reality, basically. Yes. Yeah, and that's one so of the we, things that I love about your work too is that you have, um, you you work you you look at this from multiple angles, from the multi-dimensionality, from the quantum view, from the conscious view, and then also from a shamanic view, also. Yes, it's all related. Uh, it's not just a new science, actually, where it's uh, timeless. It's um, the fabric of the universe and of our own essence, uh, which actually um, bring the answers to all the unanswered questions about uh, paranormal phenomena, about uh, um, our relations in the universe with other life forms, other uh, non-human intelligent life, life forms. And that's what brings pretty much uh, this consciousness aspect, or we could say spiritual, uh, is what connects the dots. It's uh, very, uh, uh, very rarely you will hear anything about Sasquatch or, or UFOs, or um, that is not related to paranormal phenomena. It is paranormal in itself. So yeah. to understand it, we have to go beyond the normal norm or paradigm uh, that uh, our actual academic science, let's say, uh, with a materialist approach is uh, limited to because we, we know that uh, our consciousness creates and influences the universe, including the physical universe. Mm -hmm. So uh, when we look into the, these aspects, we understand what traditional or conventional researchers will never understand if they stick to their uh, materialist approaches that those beings won't be explained with DNA samples or footprints. Uh, they will be understood if we communicate in consciousness. Yes. Um, and and you're, you're, you know, I think it, there's only a couple people like you want you focus on this. And the only other person I really know that really talks about this is uh, Ron Moorhead. Um, mm -hmm. And, but you put pieces together that he doesn't. And could you give my listeners like an overview of, um, you know, the Susquatch's um, connection to humanity and then also to the star people? Definitely. Yeah, um, Ron Moorhead is one uh, who I met uh, who has, uh, because he had a, already a, a name famous in the Bigfoot world with the uh, Sierra recordings. Mm -hmm. uh, when he came up with his book, 
uh, Quantum Bigfoot. Yeah. It was was better accepted because he, he had already a name, you know. Um, the way uh, it happened to me is I had, um, like I said, um, over 40 years of encounters, but uh, I started having, in 2014, uh, regular ongoing encounters for several reasons. First, because I was... I learned from my Cree native cousin, family historian, that I am part Sasquatch, 132nd. Um, and then I started uh, having, wanting to put the pieces together to connect the dots and understand really who were the Sasquatch. And I started looking at all kind of information about them and found more uh, re resonating truth in uh, native accounts, mm -hmm. indigenous culture that have dealt and interacted with those beings for, uh, for generations, if not millennia. Uh, as opposed to a lot of the mainstream Bigfoot horror type of monster movies and stuff uh, that is totally uh, off the facts, it's, it's a lot of uh, fabrications and fabulations, uh, fictions. Yeah. So uh, to yeah to uh, answer uh, that question is um, it was in May uh, 2015 when I decided to go out on Vancouver Island and meet the, the Sasquatch and. Uh, and learn who they were, and that's when that's when it happened. That's when I, I met. I started having not only uh, the brief encounter of a typical Sasquatch cross the road story, or uh, I saw it uh, and I freaked out. Uh, I was there to meet them, so I we sat and we communicated, and it started a long process. It's, it's still ongoing. It's mm -hmm. once you <laughs> develop this kind of uh, telepathic intimacy uh, with certain telepathic beings, uh, there is consciousness is a non-local phenomenon. Right. It's not limited by linear space-time or um, physical obstacle. Consciousness can travel at the speed of thought uh, around the, the universe. So that's when I received the Sasquatch message to humanity, it started with uh, well, one chapter at a time that I published online. And uh, there was a lot of positive feedback. Well, it says it will be hard to summarize, but uh, uh, I, will, I will try. First, the Sasquatch, where are they? They have been around for uh, much, much longer than humanity. There are uh, petrified footprints, mm -hmm. human-like footprints bigger than human size found around the world that are officially dated um, by the geological deposit in which they are found up to two or three million years old. Mm 
Yeah, 100, 200, 300 million years. So that shows they've been around a long, long time. There's a lot of uh, ancient remains also that are found around the world that predate humanity. So the, the we're part of a big cosmic family. We're not alone in the universe. That's becoming more and more like a, a fact, like acknowledge the Fermi paradox, starting with that and many other researchers have started uh, stating that there has to be life in the universe, and which means there has to be intelligent life somewhere and probably more advanced than us. And so that's why they can come here and we can't go there yet. It makes sense. So out of this great cosmic family we're part of, uh, there has been many uh, species or hybrids that were created on the planet before us. Uh, the first were the elementals, the, the ones who um, were implanted here to help develop the ecosystems and the biodiversity. Nature spirits or fays, or there's many different names for those beings that are found in just about every ancient tradition around the world. Uh, some live in the water too, like uh, the, the Moor people. Yeah. Uh, then uh, there was a lot of, as the life forms evolved from the planet Earth, there was more genetic pool available to create intelligent hybrids. So there were uh, successively, there were the uh, insect people or ant people. Right. And then there were the, the bird people, mm -hmm. then the lizard people, and then the mammal people that were the first ones were the Sasquatch. Uh, when we hear these names, they might sound like uh, fantastic or allegoric. Right. But, but, but a lot uh, of these two, like things that you just mentioned, are depicted in a lot of um, cave paintings. Exactly. Yeah. They are seen in many, many uh, ancient traditions around the world, those beings, as well as in a lot of uh, modern uh, alien encounter reports. Yes. So there's the insectoids, the reptoids, you know, the, the avians. So these are all, there's somewhere in the universe and they, they have been on this planet as well. The, there's other types of intelligent beings. And uh, of course, intelligence does not only mean technology, it means also uh, consciousness or uh, psychic abilities. And the Sasquatch were the last one before us. They were, uh, they say they are our elder brothers, elder relatives, and they are not our, our direct ancestors, but we have some of their genetics. 
and um, we have also genetics from star beings. Right. Uh, these things have been, you know, said by many people, uh, many researchers, even the the geneticists in China identified something like 265 horizontal genes that were added to the human genome from outside lineages. So we have all this, uh, you know, there's always uh, evidence uh, that is not well known or sometimes denied, but it's there. So the Sasquatch, what they do as elders, elder brothers or sisters, relatives, they uh, they watch over us. They watch over the planet. They're the keepers of nature, and they they can teach us. That's what the elders do. They keep watch and they they teach. Of course, to whoever is willing to learn. Uh, so all the uh, the Sasquatch phenomenon, Bigfoot, uh, Yahweh in Australia, Yeti in Asia and Russia, yeah. it's uh, it's n never gonna die. It's actually it's been more and more. Uh, Widespread. There's there's constant movies, convention books, uh, uh, videos, uh, all kind of uh, literature, as well as a, a growing interest from the public because there's enough evidence now. Unless you're very like hardcore, well, it's a denialist, but you know, hardcore skeptic who. who uh, unless you touch one, you won't believe it, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, like Jesus and, and Thomas. But uh, there's uh, enough, you know, tens of thousands of, of witnesses account for centuries, even 5,000 years, I could go back in my research. And ancestral uh, tribal stories and uh, so many uh, thousands of footprints casts and uh, whatever else the DNA studies and so there's uh, there's always gonna be some who say there's no evidence so, uh, but if you do a little research you, there's more evidence on that then we need to make a case in court you know <laughs> <laughs> so there's uh, definitely um, uh, proof and knowledge of them and more and more people uh, not learning and sharing knowledge about them since uh, tribal days but uh, why is because we need to know these relatives to understand who we are ourselves well, we're not the only intelligent species we're not necessarily the smartest the <laughs> the most powerful, the strongest, we're not, uh, maybe we have uh, rockets and uh, whatever, nuclear bombs and stuff, but it doesn't make us smarter. Uh, as compared to beings who can live without any outside uh, material mean, uh, have developed psychic ability, uh, 
to teleport and to um, dematerialize or dematerialize and uh, all kind of um, things that we don't quite yet understand, although mm -hmm. there are explanations. There are uh, uh, in the multiverse, there is uh, dimensions that we can sigh and start to understand and interact with whether we call the etherical or the astral plane or uh, uh, different uh, names, the, the ways to define all these uh, dimensions. Right. We could say uh, antimatter and dark matter and dark energy. Uh, but it's only through the opening of consciousness to the understanding of the multidimensional universe and existence we are a part of, only then can we relate and understand beings that have reached that level of consciousness. Hmm. And they are actually, they're assisting, wanting to help us into that great quantum leap evolution because uh, we have not done such a good work uh, as caretakers of the earth, as far as humanity uh, goes. Uh, we could do much better. <laughs> but to do it, we need a spiritual understanding, uh, connection, empathy with all life forms, with life itself, with the breath of life, we could call its spirit, mm -hmm. uh, as well as a, a will which comes with it, a will to live in peace with all life forms and in harmony with the natural laws, which is the only way to guarantee a sane future, even a future at all, sustainable. Yes. Did we like make a wrong turn somewhere that moved us away from nature? We did, and uh, it's explained pretty much in detail in the the Sasquatch message to humanity. There's among all the species and hybrids and groups and factions that uh, come and go across the universe and that have visited our planet Earth. There is uh, different levels of uh, consciousness and different intentions, different agenda. Uh, there are some who, um, like I mentioned, who are watching and teaching and protecting, like elders, loving elders do. And there are also some who... Uh, are more uh, deceitful or warlike or conquering, trying to uh, invade or take over other planets, other species, by all kinds of means. And uh, the main mean is not technological, because that, that, that's, that's part of it but it's uh, spiritual, 
Yeah. Uh, in other words, uh, mind control. Mm-hmm. To control the planet, uh, it, it takes to control the mind of the intelligent species living there. So they will do, they will follow your agenda. So that's what's been happening with humanity, uh, sadly. That uh, there's been downfall, and that's part of all every ancient tradition, whether biblical or the Veda, mm-hmm. or Native American, uh, Sumerian, uh, Egyptian, everywhere. We we see the story that there's been. We could say some would say gods or uh, heavenly beings that came, and uh, among them there were some who turned against. Uh, their mandate actually and what they were here to do as watchers and they became what they call uh, fallen in Hebrew Nephilim means mm-hmm. fallen ones uh, very um, common term I believe yeah so that, those there's, yeah those are Factions and groups that uh, can be organized in, you know, in secret societies and have ties in governments. They have ties in, you know, the banks, banking and uh, corporations and things. Um, and we could see, I mean, it doesn't take to be a big clairvoyant nowadays to okay. see there's definitely a nefarious agenda being uh, conducted against humanity and against all life on this planet. There are so much destruction and nonsense. And and uh, if we look at the root of it, it all comes from mind control. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And mind control, obviously, I guess, is coming from the governments and the media, or is there some type of world global organization that's pumping out this mind control stuff. Yeah, it's uh, beyond government and media. They're basically tools. Mm -hmm. Um, Mind control is pretty much black magic, dark magic. It's pretty much a way to manipulate with lies, with fear, with trauma. Uh, We we know of MKUltra, which is the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's still this kind of experiments being conducted in secret bases in many places around the world. And worse than what we've been told or we can imagine. So yeah, that's the way um, through a pyramidal network that is infiltrated in uh, all levels of power there is this agenda that is uh, implemented through mind control. That could be blackmail. It could be uh, threats or any kind of means, uh, technological means, surveillance, all that. Uh, which, in the end, if we look, at what's it's all leading to? Which, which. Uh, global takeover we would say the new world order which is not such an order it's more like a new world um, 
old tyranny. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty much what's being implemented. And uh, there's uh, daily confirmation, you know, in the news, if anyone pays attention. And um, this is being pushed by some dark uh, forces that uh, also come down to some uh, groups and individuals. And those individuals are not all human. Mm-hmm. There are non-human intelligence, and that's been, I mean, so many whistleblowers and, uh, have disclosed that the governments work with certain types of aliens. Yes. And uh, they're not the ones helping us. The other ones want control. Right. So there are some like Sasquatch and other star beings that are watching and they cannot do the steps for us. They cannot take care of our own karma or come and save us, but they they can assist and help through sharing their teachings and consciousness of the bigger cosmic picture of the great cosmic family we're part of, uh, including the family feuds and, uh, you know, the rogue uh, factions that we are still part of the same family, although some make it harder. But the best way to deal with any kind of evil uh, is uh, compassion, is total uh, unconditional love. Yeah, which is the most power, powerful power that uh, neutralizes basically uh, spells and evil uh, witchcraft and stuff like that. Hmm. So, so that's what consciousness brings us to, is to uh, develop this... Uh, being this love, uh, universal love, that is the essence of very much uh, what binds the universe uh, together into a whole with certain uh, laws and to keep the harmony. And when we tap into this, uh, we have the potential, well, we all can become healers. I'm not saying uh, you're going to get rid of a cancer or next, but you can get rid of like astral cancers in a way, or uh, karmas or traumas, sometimes intergenerational trauma that we Mm -hmm. carry in our genes, uh, or from past life that we have to to repair, uh, learn the lessons and uh, move on and heal or forgive. Uh, all these things that make that bring healing. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so let's talk about um, the Star Council or the Galactic Council or the Federation, whatever we want to call call them. Who are they, and how are they able to assist humanity? 
they are uh, not from any specific planet or star system. They actually are um, a council or an assembly of um, I could I would say spiritual masters or beings of whatever species they come from who have uh, developed a very high level of, of consciousness so they can sit in that council where uh, all communication is telepathic and um, watching over interstellar intergalactic affairs basically mm -hmm. and how can so there, there's yeah exactly so there, there's uh, I, I can't tell you there, I had several uh, encounters with star beings mm -hmm. uh, some in the physical a few times some in the astral more often, uh, that have been uh, very like life-changing, vivid dreams with information download and all kind of um, uh, awakening coming from it, understanding. Yeah. So um, just uh, actually a couple of weeks ago, two three, uh, two three weeks ago, we had. Um, my village around here, we had a seven hour power outage. Uh, that's pretty rare. And sometimes we have one half an hour, an hour, but uh, seven hours. And um, that night I felt, I said, uh, I felt the star beings. I said, well, I should call them or, you know, send them a good hello or something. Uh, but I went to bed, but my, uh, my friends were coming out, rolling down the road here, and they saw a spaceship with beams of light that uh, white and green uh, uh, eventually, apparently landed up and ended in a field nearby. And without knowing this, because they told me a couple of days later, that night I had, a, I had three little... Little star, small, short star beings come to uh, greet me in my room and and in their astral body, and um, so it's all connected. You know, I didn't know about the spaceship then. Um, uh, this time, that time, this time, they were three uh, the same family. I can say. Hmm. Other times, like I've seen ships, sometimes I ask where they come from and they show me all kinds of different uh, beings. And they told me they come from a lot of places I never heard of. I'm not even aware they exist. Uh, among the trillions of galaxies out there. And of course, to do star travel, uh, it take, to, to do this kind of space travel, it takes time travel, which is an interdimensional uh, understanding of how the fabrics of the universe work uh, with wormholes and portals 
things that uh, are not only sci-fi but are uh, very well studied by the by NASA or by uh, CERN or uh, the scientific uh, high-tech community. Uh, but there are, as probably many have heard, uh, uh, there's a lot of technology that uh, governments have, for instance, or some corporations. That was uh, yeah, either back-engineered or traded from uh, non-human intelligent beings, uh, we could say extraterrestrials in most cases. Uh, there is a lot, I mean, of documentation about this. And um, so this brings us to the, on the merge, uh, I don't want to sound pessimistic here, but from what I'm receiving lately is we're on the merge of a, of a cosmic or star war, let's say. There's always been a cosmic war ongoing. Uh, we weren't aware of most of the time, but since uh, we send spaceships up there, uh, rockets or satellites, uh, there's been countless, countless encounters and uh, footage and uh, uh, that uh, we know by now, even with the recent disclosure of the <clears throat> Pentagon, I believe, uh, following many other countries many years later, uh, there's, I mean, a lot of official information confirming there are plenty of UFOs and probably more and more. And we don't know much, or at least they don't, they pretend they don't know much about any of it. But there is a newly created space force in the United States. Yes. There is as well um, Starlink with supposed to launch 42,000 satellites equipped with, you know, laser and 5G technology. And uh, interestingly, the in February, just a couple months ago, uh, they launched now like 50 satellites at, at once with a big rocket. Mm -hmm. And out of uh, those 49, actually, uh, over, I think, 43 or so, were downed on the fifth day. They all crashed back. And they blamed it on some solar storm or something. How many, how often do you see a 50 satellite down by a solar storm? Never. So there's also footage showing uh, one of the SpaceX launch rocket uh, exploded on, on launch. And there's a UFO flying around. So I believe, uh, from what I'm getting, is that there's definitely some 
external forces, that's extraterrestrial forces out there that are watching this earth and that are on the merge of uh, the edge of uh, intervening because it's getting a little too far with a grid, you know, like uh, 42,000 or, or more because that's just space starting. But, uh, there will be Google and Facebook and Amazon and all these other uh, fleets of satellites that will uh, bombard us with 5G and uh, uh, laser equipment. While we see all these suspicious fires being started around the planet systematically, like uh, melting cars, but not plastic, and uh, burn, flattening houses, but uh, not touching green trees, we kind of can put, you know, connect the dots and put all the pieces together and realize there's been uh, stars happening. And it's just, uh, there's even footage from NASA where some spaceships are sh shot at. Plus, there's a lot of reports that uh, there's at least 13 different, uh, probably more reports of UFOs that were crashed in the U.S., without counting elsewhere in Mexico and Russia, China, uh, crashed, uh, shut down very often. So how far is this going to take us if we take this military approach all the time that we want to be the biggest guns in the universe? And uh, while on the other hand, there's been plenty of documented cases as well of UFOs who have appeared over military bases or uh, nuclear bases. Yes. Taking control of the base totally and completely showing that technology was powerless. So they could, if they were hostile, they could crash us like ants. Yes. The writers try to teach us to be pe pe peaceful. That's that's what they're trying to show us. Are we listening? Uh, some do, thankfully, and thank to those who do. Uh, and there's still a lot of um, cover-up for one thing and uh, de denial and, and uh, a lot of violence. Uh, that's the, you know, the most, I'll tell you, the most exhausting part of my work, you know, trying to share this kind of information, is uh, to get, there's always those arguers and haters who will find you somewhere. And you gotta, like, you put your shield and you don't give it attention at some point, but it shows the state of the world. You know. Why would people try to share, you know, this kind of information? And, and let's put it this way: just my own interpretation and and experience. There's uh, so much opposition 
you know, and uh, I'm, I'm not saying it's overwhelming and there's more, there's a lot of very, lot of positive reaction, but there's always opposition. And uh, I'm not the only one. I mean, that's, uh, there's, you know, people who try to disclose this kind of information, they get, uh, uh, they disappear or they have accidents or something, you know, right. suicide or uh, there's um, men in black. There's, uh, I met them twice. I know they exist and they are not all quite human. Uh, it's not as funny as in the movies. It's really dark. It's really heavy. Uh, are, they, are they a hybrid? I believe uh, from my first-hand experience and uh, research I did, actually, um, that some of them are, are not human. They're probably uh, human-alien uh, hybrid. They have... A very, um, very strong psychic. They, they kind of, it's oppressive. They kind of get into your mind and try to take over. Um, and the two, I mean, the two times I met them, I, I mean, there was, it was a situation where uh, the first time I went to a place, I, I was a little too close to the, Security perimeter, you know, while there was a secret uh, elite, global elite gathering underground. So they popped up from underground cabins, uh, three men in black, and they circled us. I was with a couple of friends and my son, and they circled, they, they kind of uh, Corralled us, I can, uh, I can see, uh, we, we just felt the, the pressure and, uh, we, we could escape without harm. We were on a public street after all. But, um, that's an example. Uh, another time they came, I was just, I was having a lot of Sasquatch activity in my backyard that I was talking about online. And with witnesses, you know, so it's not like I'm making this up. Uh, you can ask my friend. Uh, she, a bit freaked out at the beginning, but um, and then I started this this these men in black come and park for a few hours and uh, in the middle of nowhere, you know, in front of my place. So that 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 says that people who don't believe there's a cover up is because they're not informed. Uh, not only about UFO, about Sasquatch as well, and there's not only a cover-up, but there's a covered war. Mm -hmm. They have sent since the... I documented in my encyclopedia dozens and dozens of documented historical cases where hunting parties and posses were sent to hunt down the heavy humanoids uh, in different parts of the world. And uh, as many reports saying they captured some and killed some uh, until modern days. In the 1950s to 70s, 
uh, officially, as far as we know, there were uh, several expeditions to cast uh, to hunt the Yeti in the Himalaya, the Sasquatch in the Pacific Northwest, the Yeren in China, the Orangutan in Indonesia, and uh, so on, and the Yowie in Australia as well. Uh, and in most of those cases, uh, the great majority of those cases, those expeditions were sponsored, uh, funded, equipped by uh, secret services like CIA, um, MI6, or uh, uh, KGB, or uh, you know, Chinese Communist Party, and so on. But there's, there were state affairs. They were not just like uh, lunatics, uh, and there was uh, legislation, even uh, the infamous Yeti memo from the U.S. Embassy in Nepal that regulates the Yeti hunting, including the cover-up of all evidence. All evidence had to be kept secret and not, on, not disclosed. Wow. 1959. Hmm. So that gives a, you know, I hope, I hope it gives a wider picture, you know, of uh, what we hear commonly in the Bigfoot world that uh, uh, there's no evidence or there's no cover up or uh, because uh, there's a long trail of evidence and proof of cover up. Absolutely. Um, so what is it that the Sasquatch want for us humans to do? Um, like how, like what kind of world do they want for us to create? How do they want us to evolve and open up our consciousness? Um, and what would that, how would that result? into yeah the like um, I said earlier they are, they are elders and they they want to treat us as elders do loving elders and by their watching their caretaking and their uh, teaching us uh, about their what they learned from their experience, including how to be uh, good caretakers, as we are meant to be of this uh, beautiful home planet we have. We do, all is do they, want us to, do they want us to stop using like fossil fuels and nuclear stuff? Yeah, that's part of it. That's uh, definitely part of uh, a, a great shift that we need to find a sustainable and renewable and reliable sources of energy and we have the intelligence and the technology to, to do it yeah yeah we probably already have I think we've had that for a while it just has oh yeah kept uh, out of the public eye the problem yeah yeah, like Tesla, for instance, or uh, so many, like uh, 
water engine and stuff like that has all been out for decades, uh, but kept away from the public eye. Uh, so imagine with uh, alien technology that the government has access to. Mm -hmm. uh, Anti-gravity, like, I mean, Tesla explained anti-gravity, but uh, they've been doing that for a long time. And um, teleportation, there's been a lot of experiments, uh, even in universities that apparently succeeded. So what do they do when the la secret labs of Lockheed Martin, for instance? We won't, uh, we won't hear about it. Uh, they captured also the cosmic ray, but uh, the gravitational waves, a new thing. And um, all kind of energy they can harness. They create black holes and particle colliders. Uh, that um, it's basically a portal because it, it bends. It's so much gravity, it bends the fabric of space-time and can create a wormhole. So all these things I've been playing with, uh, I mean, playing, uh, experimenting with. Uh, they know much, much more they'll ever want us to know because that's, they intend to use those things to control us. That's where the problem is because technology is nothing wrong with technology. Uh, if it's used with consciousness, uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, artificial intelligence, for instance, unless it becomes weaponized or it's used for controlling everyone, surveying, um, which is the intention that is being developed most, uh, most probably. That's why the military is always on the front line of uh, scientific discovery and knowledge because the main direction of humanity now is a militarist approach. It's, we still cut with who's got the biggest gun and who's, who's the strongest uh, country or that kind of stuff that destroys the planet and humanity. Uh, we see again what's happening in Ukraine and uh, sometimes there's no comment is necessary. It's just uh, yeah. a part of the, the big theater that's unfolding, but there's a lot of coincidences and very often the world is a stage. Hmm. At least the world events we are uh, exposed to, we are shown, we are... Um, it's uh, it's pretty much uh, it all fits into a big uh, scenario. And what doesn't fit in that scenario is is now more and more increasingly censored. Simply, uh, it's silenced. Uh, you get tags, you know, false information, or uh, you get your restricted, you can't post this, or you, you're not allowed to share that. And so there's more and more this uh, war of information. That, uh, oh, absolutely. 
we're we're part of whether we like it or not, unless we we just don't care you know <laughs> mm-hmm. interesting so so what would happen um i mean obviously we've already done a lot of damage to this planet if mm-hmm. we go a step further you know i think that there's a good chance that we would be creating a mass extinction event if we reach that point, will the Star Council intervene to stop us? Or will they allow it to happen? Because I believe it's happened before on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, actually, we are creating a mass extinction event right now. The Anthropocene extinction event, which is, according to official science, the one of the, if not the fastest uh, extinction event in Earth's history, um, due to human activity, whether we like it or not, and uh, some say, you know, there's a lot of debate about climate, and, uh, whether uh, I mean. We definitely influence climate. I mean, it's just, I'm not sure we, it works as we're being told or it's exactly what is being speculated, but there's definitely, uh, I mean, if you keep sending a bunch of uh, heat or uh, electricity, uh, cutting forests, uh, damming rivers and this and that, for sure it will uh, influence and disturb the climate, the weather systems, and uh, um, so there's, um, but there's bigger, I think that's just a consequence of the bigger problem, which is all, all boils down basically to consciousness is how do we relate? How can we take care of what we're given? Uh, this planet, none of us made it. We were born here, we were put here to live. We have all we need to do a beautiful garden of Eden, uh, paradise on, on Earth. If we have the consciousness and the care, the love it takes to do it. Uh, but we have to to get there. I mean, it starts on a individual level. Every individual can do this every day of their life. But it's not going to be enough to change the collective course of destiny. Humanity has to awaken Mm -hmm. or it's going to bring a lot of destruction, including on itself. And it's, it's happening. And what is going to happen is, I don't want to be a doomsday uh, you know, prophet or bad omen, uh, but uh, what I've been receiving for, you know, uh, I guess 40 years of uh, being on a shamanic path and receiving teachings from different elders and tribes and a uh, Eventually, interdimensional elders. 
and messages to channels. So what I see and what is be, can be confirmed by several sources or researchers is that this decade is not over. <laughs> this decade is, is just beginning and it's, it's, the, it's not going to be easy. It's a big, big, big turning point in the history of humanity. There's uh, one of the greatest risks and danger that is also uh, addressed in the Sasquatch message is the transhumanist agenda. Mm -hmm. Because it's already being deployed, being implemented through you know, uh, new technologies, medicines and stuff like that. Um, and to a greater and greater control with you know QR codes and everything, you you need to always to be plugged on the matrix to be able to do anything. Or uh, it's constant monitoring, mm -hmm. uh, even like uh, if we go to China, you know, facial recognition to uh, buy a bottle of water or uh, uh, this kind of um, monitoring, and you get. Point, social credit points if you're a good citizen or if you're not you lose them uh, imagine because uh, uh, we, we, we I don't want this uh, I, I hope you don't <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever you know people might like it but uh, one thing for sure is that the, it's not only China. China is a testing ground because it's been talked all over the, the world, including in Canada and, and official federal government site. You know, they talk about not just social credit, Chinese social credit on the Canadian website. Yeah, right. So I don't want to go do too much into politics there, but um, we know there's an agenda out there, and there's a uh, or global organization, uh, NGOs, governments, uh, blocks of power that are consolidating their power over right. our planet, over all our resources, over uh, what our freedom, over what we can do, what we cannot do, what we can say, what we cannot say, even what we can think or not. And is this decade where it's all going to be played? Is, do we, are we going to let that happen and just become like slave controlled by robots, AI robots? The, that's another thing. Uh, uh, before uh, three or four years at the most, it's going to be uh, policed, society is going to be policed by uh, AI drones and robots and uh, warfare is going to be done by, by robots and that's not me saying that it's uh, uh, you know like World Economic Forum and all those kind of uh, guys mm -hmm. uh, another thing is uh, I got a I found a piece of information which I think might fit here it's uh there's been a lot of talks for decades about a uh, fake alien invasion. Mm -hmm. 
which, as uh, Ronald Reagan said at the United Nations, would bring the old world into a new world order. If we had some threat from another world, sure he did say that. Yeah, well, that that's what they they're working on actually. You know, the, the, uh, all those satellites and the space force and uh, to because there's according to some serious uh, researcher, you probably heard of the Phoenix lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everybody heard of, of the Phoenix Lights, it's, yeah. it's one of the most famous UFO sighting by you know tens of thousands of people uh, across Arizona, '97. Yep. But, but uh, according to some uh, insiders, that was um, hologram. It was a what some used to call Project Blue Beam back in the days. They got much uh, more uh, sophisticated technologies now. And uh, they can even project from satellites and stuff. And uh, according to an exciter who apparently worked at Area 51 or something like that, um, that was a test to see how people would react. So the next time they might come with, with this kind of UFOs of very big cities. Like we've seen so many movies. Uh, if you, I don't know if you like sci-fi. Uh, I like certain type of sci-fi. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so many movies, you see those invasion. You know, bunch of gigantic ships showing up over cities of the world, and that's also predictive programming mm-hmm. to prepare people for the big showdown. Right. Which is also another step toward fin- finalizing a global or global government. Hmm. So it, with, with this other agenda that, that, that's in place with the fake alien invasion, the mind control, um, the aliens that and the, the elders and the Sasquatch that are out there, do they have a plan to help block this agenda? Yeah. Uh, they, well, actually, they cannot do it for us. They can help, like I said, and they have. And um, the case of those you know, 43 uh, Starlink satellites shot this winter is, to me, it's significant. I might, you know, I might be wrong. Maybe it's just a solar, yeah, solar storm that knocked down all of a sudden 43 satellites like we've never seen. But it seems more plausible to me that it's star beings who intervene and say that's enough because that's a deadly technology and that's killing life on Earth. Uh, you know, it's been proven 5G kills uh, insects and plants and uh, gives cancer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And what else is on those satellites that they don't tell us? Oh, God. Who I'm, knows what's those things? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I believe there's, there is an, a crescendo or an increasing intensity that is going to culminate or at least going to reach a very uh, int- big, intense 
turning point in this decade. Uh, we'll see step by step in the coming months and years, but within uh, three, four, five years, uh, we're gonna, it's going to look like a sci-fi movie with um, a transhumanist uh, robotic AI control society with uh, global uh, identification and currency, electronic, probably implanted. Uh, and from on the other side, the, the transhumanists themselves, they say there will be the, the naturals who are, will be outcasts basically because you won't be able to participate in the system or in the economy. Uh, you, you probably won't be able to buy or sell. Uh, you will be considered as a... Oh, outdated because you won't have all the enhancement with the you know the brain chip the uh elon musk and neuralink wants to uh implant us with mm -hmm. with electrodes uh, that into your neurons that uh, uh interact with the ai so you can be uh probably mind controlled um, and but you can check your google <laughs> As well, you know, that's probably a, there has to be some kind of advantage, but uh, uh, at some point it might take it just to enter a public place or a store. Or, and if I look uh, alarmist and, you know, like uh, conspiracy theorists or stuff like that, I encourage people to do their research and look into what's really happening as I speak right now, as we speak today. Shanghai is being Shanghai. <laughs> Shanghai is being Shanghai. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, 26 million people uh, under house arrest, literally. They can't go out for no pretext, no reason. Uh, they must do a daily mandatory COVID test. Mm -hmm. There are robots and drones walking around, flying around, telling people, stay at home, don't, don't forget your ideals about freedom, just obey, just comply. Uh, there's tens of thousands of people shouting out of their windows because they're all freaking out. Uh, they're starting to have uh, riots uh, or looting uh, right now because uh, the whole city was turning to... Um, Concentration camp. Yeah. So how long before our dear governments uh, think about it here? I'm sure they have. They already have uh, their, their concentration camps ready, and I don't want to be alarmist again, but uh, if you checked a little bit of what happened lately uh, in Canada, for just for to, to go there, you know, we have uh, basically a martial law yeah. to... Uh, to end the right to peaceful protest. Wow. Uh, with all bank accounts sized, all, uh, all those people completely um, marginal, completely kicked out of society. Uh, plus, 
uh, you know, uh, the organizer arrested without bail and without a lawyer and without law, basically. So I don't want to get into politics again, but who would have thought this possible, you know, a year or two ago? So uh, what all I can say is, like, let's get ready for for what's coming because they have a, a plan and they're not going to stop halfway there. Yeah. Uh, if people by now have not noticed that there's a takeover of our planet happening, uh, we could even say an alien invasion from within. Uh, it's about time to notice. Um, so what the Sasquatch and Star Elders want us to do basically is to hold to hold they would say the sacred fire keep keep it burning keep the consciousness rising because it's happening at the same time as the great awakening uh, there's more information circulating people are uh, opening to new realities new knowledge uh, more and more and uh, new understanding of what's really happening on this planet so that's what uh, this revolution is going to happen through consciousness. It's a spiritual revolution. Uh, we will not be able to fight against, uh, you know, nuclear missiles and uh, choppers and drones and uh, laser guns and who knows what. We, but we will be able to. Um, protect and uh, take care of uh, what must be protected yeah. starting with our own you know children uh, families and uh, communities and uh, environments and building uh, oasis wherever we we are to keep uh, I would say uh, the naturals maybe or to keep anyway sort some connection with who we really are as human beings uh, coming from this planet earth and, uh, uh, what we want for our future we can co-create it we're not just uh, we're not just uh, enduring we are also creating and transforming So that's how, uh, that's pretty much what they, they ask us to do, they guide us to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So before we wrap this up, um, where's the best place for my listeners to find you and to find your books? Because, you know, I mean, I've, when I first read, when I read, this, read your books, I was blown away by them. That's why I have you on so often because you cover so many different topics and you put it all together in a way that makes sense. And it's written in a way that anybody can understand it. Um, so, so definitely, like, where's the best place for people to find you and find your book so we can get your information out there? Uh, my website, scenicsasquatch.com and see. Uh, scenic is uh, S-C-E-N-I-C means Sasquatch Close Encounter Network for Interspecies Communication. So on my uh, website, on the homepage, there's the link to my six books now. And um, 
There's also over 800 articles and uh, posts and videos, uh, informative content for people to browse there. All right. Well, I'll put the link um, to your website in the notes of this episode so my listeners can find you. And uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you again. I can't wait to do it again sometime. Likewise. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Well, hang on for one second, and I'm just going to play the outro.